0: This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 229. Hey, my friend, happy Thursday. I want to read to you an article that I wrote almost 10 years ago. It's entitled, So Much for Bold Leadership, My Biggest Ministry Failure. And it was written about a failure in ministry 10 years prior. So we're going back 20 years now here's what I wrote. So if it sounds like I'm reading it, I am. But if it sounds like I wrote it, I did. And if it sounds like I lived it, unfortunately, this is my story. Our vision team had spent a couple months working on the focus of our church. We knew, we knew that the great commandment and the great commission were what all churches should be about. What would make our church any different from all the others? What would it be about our church? in our town, that would set us apart? What was the itch in our community that no other church in town was scratching? We finally, oh, we finally came up with it. Through prayer and discussion and time, literally months, we came up with the focus, with the one thing that we all realized was lacking in our community and that many of our churches were just weak on. After sifting and sorting our focus to have crystal clarity on what we were all talking about, we came up with what we thought was, as Andy Stanley puts it, the phrase that pays. Now it was time to share that message. We worked out how to communicate that to our people. We worked on symbols and word pictures and posters and clear communication. We got our heads and hearts around it and then worked its message through our lips and fingertips until until we all understood it. And better, we really believed it to the depth of our beings. The night finally came when our group would share it with our church leadership. We gathered about 25 men in a conference room and brought the whole message forward with signs and symbols and handouts, we began to share our hearts and the cumulative results of months of blood, sweat, and tears. That is, I began to share. I had invited all of our leadership and even one or two that did not have to be invited, but I was gracious, Mr. Nice Guy. I invited them in. It'd be an understatement to say we were excited. And it would be an understatement to say that we were passionate as a vision team to share our message with these guys. And then it happened. Disaster. One of the men I had invited and welcomed in when I didn't really have to, he asked a question. And this question was filled with presumptions that did not reflect at all on the substance of our message. I tried to answer both comprehensively and quickly, and I ended up doing neither. After his question turned into three questions, all amazingly directly challenging everything we brought forward, one of the other board members expressed dislike for some of the word pictures and symbols we used to communicate our message and our vision, and soon the discussion devolved to talk of colors and symbols what were proper, appropriate, and serious symbols and pictures to utilize when communicating great biblical truths and what were not. Before I knew it, the environment of the room was filled with skepticism and surprise and doubt and tension. I flew the leadership plane very poorly, and I called for an emergency landing on too small a runway. And I ended up with broken wheels and a smoking fuselage in the end. To say the meeting was less than stellar would also be an understatement. The vision team was discouraged and confused, and I, unfortunately, walked back on our commitment to share this vision message with our entire church. I essentially I essentially allowed two people to torpedo our vision. If the vision team was looking for bold leadership from me, they didn't get any. All they received was a weak attempt to Retreat and repackage and replay a watered down retread of our original vision. I failed the team as a leader. We used that phrase, you know, the phrase that pays. We used it here and there in the coming years and more and more, but we never used all the props and illustrations, all the promotional materials we'd prepared. Our vision kind of died, and the team over the next year eventually dissolved into the background. And honestly, my, my leadership during that time, to put it bluntly, sucked. How's that for a biographical promo for coaching for pastors? Really good. So I just shared with you what I think is my biggest leadership blunder of my current ministry. Well, I'm still reading. Not my current ministry anymore. Were there others? Yeah, there were others, but I'll never tell. <laughs> the 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 important conclusion though is that I didn't give up. I persevered and I learned from my failure. In fact, I tried to as they say fail forward. I used my failure as a time of learning and growing and strengthening. And thankfully, our church actually lived out very well that vision that we had. That that burning vision that all of us were committed to and believed to the depth of our being, we lived that out. And our church became that because we believed it and we lived it and we passed it on. But you know what? If if you've not always been bold in your leadership, take heart. Every single leader will have his or her failure story. Just don't let it be your last story. Am I today a visionary leader casting epic vision, and unforgettable and moving rhetoric, leading boldly where no pastor has gone before. Well, not really. Am I better than I was 20 years ago? You bet I am. And Lord willing, I'll get better. Five years ago, we went through a much larger, broader, grander process to determine a mission and vision in my next ministry. And in the middle of it, there was a huge leadership explosion. But I didn't let it deter us. Was it hard? Yes. Was it difficult? It was awful, to be honest with you. But I remembered from 20 years ago, and I didn't let it deter me. And today, five years later, we are, as a church, living out that vision and living into that vision more and more year after year. So pick yourself up if you've fallen down in leadership. Dust yourself off. Learn from your failure and fail forward. Keep going. Trust God. Take the next step. Be stronger. Don't lose hope. And remember that old saying, you can't go back and start again, but you can begin today, my friend, to make a brand new end. Why don't you start today? Learn from the past, have hope for the future, trust God, and find leadership success in not giving up. That's my mantra these days, Pastor. I'm just not going to give up. I'm, I'm just not going to. The things that would have stopped me years ago, they're not stopping me anymore. Am I discouraged at times? Am I frustrated at times? Yes. We all get frustrated, but we need to be measured by what can't stop us. This comes at us. That comes at us. This other thing comes at us. Satan and his minions throw this and that at us. The world throws these things at us. The world, the flesh, and the devil, they all throw stuff at us. But we cannot, we cannot give up. We have to keep moving forward because— We play for the best captain. We serve the greatest Lord. I mean, our our success is virtually guaranteed if we don't give up, if we simply persevere. I am confident that's what God wants me to do. And I'm pretty certain that's what God wants you to do. Your persevering may look different. All of our perseverings may look different. But God doesn't want us to give up. Well, that was... One of my biggest ministry blunders. It still haunts me to this day. The fact that those guys trusted me and I I let them down. I'm trying to do less of that these days. I'm trying to honor those who throw their lot in with me in leadership and just keep pushing that leadership ball down the field. Pastor, thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you have a great rest of the week. And I'll catch up with you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.